This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say, what's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half-time, but I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. The Wednesday Week is sponsored by Michael Constantine Wealth Management. We bet you can't find a financial advisor closer to Hillsborough Stadium. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Week. My name's Dan Fudge and joining me tonight, I've got John, Simon and Ben. Uh, tonight we're going to be talking about our post-Fleetwood reaction. How many of you made the trip down to Cheltenham without any football being played? And um, and we're going to be talking about Femewo, we're going to be talking about car fires. There's a lot going to be happening tonight. So uh, without any further adieu, let's uh, let's crack on. Now, John, we went within three points of uh, of Plymouth on uh, on Saturday, just gone. Had we have played on Tuesday, we could have we could have potentially, looking at it now, drawn that up. We could be joint top, or we would have been top on goal difference. Is that right? Yeah, we would have gone top if um, if the Cheltenham game had gone gone ahead and would have won that game. Um, well, some people saying oh, only the uh, only the weather can stop us right now, um, you know. But um, uh, frozen pitch, so we weren't able to do, to, to get that game going. Um, but yeah, it would have been nice to 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 win that game, and 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 also you know looking at how it's which got on at the weekend, they clawed a bit of goal difference back as well, haven't they? So we're kind of just having a little little peek over the shoulders a little bit, but um, you know now we get a cup game, don't we? So we don't get the opportunity until uh, until uh, we play. I think it's Plymouth next league game, isn't it, at Hillsborough? So um, you can take good and bad from it, really, because. It, on one hand, you know, it's disappointing not to have played the game and, and, and had the chance to go top. But on the other, it might just give us that time to get Barry Bannon back and George Byers back um, for what will be the biggest game of the season, won't it, uh, Plymouth? Um, a, a real opportunity to put a marker down there. So um, we'll see. We'll see how it, how it works. So, um, yeah, disappointed in one, in, one, in one sense, but also you've got to look at it, it could, could work in our favour as well. Yeah, there used to be a point when we were uh, when we were in the championship under Carlos going back a few years, and there would be a point when an international break would hit, and you'd be like, oh, "We were doing so well, we seemed to hit a bit of form, and then an international break had happened." And I'm like, "We don't, we don't want this now." But like over over the last couple of years, especially under Moore, there's been a point where if there's a break in in play with it being FA Cup weekend or League Cup weekend or whatever, when there's a break in in our regular calendar, we use that to 
to restart, to reform, to to get our uh, get our fitness back and all the rest of it. And we've been unlucky with injuries, like you say. So um, it might be okay, but there's a there's another game, uh, there's another cup game. So uh, as Stevie said in the group chat earlier on, it might be the reserves playing on uh, playing on Saturday. But anyway, uh, Ben, let's let's rewind. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about Fleetwood now. I bet they ate us. <laughs> They've just never beat us, have they? No, I don't think they have. Is that four or four or five games now that we've we've played? I mean, I think we've <clears throat> beaten by odd goal um, on every occasion. Obviously, the last two have come due to Marvin Johnson, so I can't imagine he's very well liked in Fleetwood. Um, but yeah, we we were all right. I think um, we weren't scintillating, but we were all right. We were steady. Um, We'll talk more about Fermeiro, but not necessarily his fault, but I probably went against Green a little bit and didn't think that we were quite as solid as we possibly have been. Um, I think that was more first half than second half, to be fair. Um, I just thought that, not that we missed McGuinness, but you're always going to miss him to a certain extent with just how solid he was. Like There were a couple of times where Fermeiro didn't, um, didn't win his header, which... Is, is completely normal. There's nothing wrong with that. But McGuinness never missed one. And, you know, for the first game or so, you're going to notice that. Um, like I say, I don't think it's that we played badly or whatever. It was just that little bit that I didn't feel we were quite as solid, but another clean sheet, isn't it? So. But that's that's the eight old adage, isn't it? Isn't it? You know, you can play badly and still win games. So as long as you can do that, then you're all right, right? That's the uh, that's what they talk about, getting that little bit of luck. That's, that, that's what that means, isn't it? Yeah, like I said, I don't think that we were catastrophic or anything like that. I just thought we were just a little bit slow, and that weren't just the defence; that was, you know, through uh, all across the pitch. Um, but yeah, we, we we're doing whatever it takes at the moment. We've shown that in numerous games, and that's what wins your wins your titles. Let's be honest. Now, Simon, when was the last time you can remember Sheffield Wednesday at the top of the league? And well, seeing it through right till the end. I remember when I was a teenager, I think we went seven games and we were the only 100%ers left in the league and Chelsea ended that in about, I want to say 96, 97, something like that. Um, yeah, about, yeah, it was Pleats era, wasn't it? Yeah, that's We that's were talking right. about it in the office and, and I pulled up that and we, we I think we, we were top for four or five weeks, which yeah. I, I, that's the only time I remember, but I, I don't, I have not. Rem- I, I, oh God, We've, there's been a lot of things discussed this week from from the weekend in regards to the performance and and uh, where we were up until today. Obviously, we're missing the Cheltenham game. Um, there was a lot of good feeling because that was a that was a that was a game that uh, a typical League One team we played on Saturday, and uh, they 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 worked hard. Obviously, it's not long since we last played them. They closed us down. They didn't let us play. And that wasn't detriment to Wednesday. That was just they worked hard. The goal was a great goal. I mean, if Steve was here now, he'd be waxing lyrical about LP2 and and uh, the, no. the run and then the ball through. Uh, I thought, actually, I thought, I don't know about you two guys who were there. Um, I thought he'd, he'd put it over the bar, to be honest, when he first hit it. I thought it had gone over. It, it, it skied into the top of the net, and I thought, oh, he's he's, he's put it over, uh, and then obviously the net rippled, and 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 then we never looked like conceding personally. I'd like I'd like to have gone in. I'd like to have gone two uh, 0 up in the second half, but 
Um, but you know what? I think the only people now who think that we're going to concede in the last few minutes are the fans and not the players. <laughs> the, 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 we've still got that two-year hangover of two years of, of, of losing the game in the last minute. And um, I think statistics show that we haven't conceded. We've conceded very few goals in the last third of a match. And um, I think that the, the team have got 100% belief in themselves. Uh, the fans haven't got 100% belief in them because of what we've gone through over the last two years, three years. I, I tell you what, I was, I was speaking to a, a mate of mine, Stoke, we've had him on the show before, and um, and we were talking about uh, talking about what the fans deserve. And I genuinely, from memory, can't remember a time when we've absolutely just walked the league, right? And and there is there is an element of you know there's no there's no right in football to walk the league there's no right in football to 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 be in any league look at Everton now they're absolutely shit in the bed but there is a there is a thing where I really want to have something to absolutely be mega proud of and given the way that Plymouth and Ipswich have just for just started to drop a couple of points recently and the way that teams are turning up to set up at Hillsborough specifically, like Fleetwood did on Saturday, there's an element of them, you know, we say it all the time, don't we, in, in jest to try and have a bit of a dig, but there's an element of we are their cup final. And what people are doing now, they're coming to Hillsborough specifically, or they're playing us at, at their own ground, and they're trying to stifle the game. They're trying to stop the game. And there's a few times where we haven't, one emphatically because they've absolutely just stopped us playing football because when we do play football we are devastating right now so when we're coming up against these um no disrespect these smaller teams such as Fleetwood and and Cheltenham and you know who the bloody at Gillingham that we did last year and all the rest of it they just turn up to stop us now because of the depth that we've got we're we're getting that one goal and then all that game plan, all that planning that they've done through the week seems to have gone out the window straight away because they, they, they were like, oh, they scored. Um, just lump it to a big lad up front then, I guess. that's which We might be able to get one on a corner or something like that. And that's and that's what's happened. I mean, I mean, John, I, I've spoken with James on this show a few years ago talking about performance over, over, um, over results. And, and James, you said to me, Dan, it don't matter. It don't matter. Like as long as you know, when you get to the end of the season, it's what points matter. It's goals that matter. Who cares whether we're one nil? Who, who gives a shit? And I used to go, no, but it's an entertainment business. I want to see Sheffield Wednesday turning up. It was years under Carlos that we um, that I wanted to see it really just absolutely put to bed. But it don't matter, does it, John? Let's just get out of the league. Well, put it this way, when. Carlton Palmer was actual legend of the club, as you all know, um, was on TV the other day. He's been asked about Wednesday and he's a good friend of Darren Moore's apparently speak quite a lot. Um, he said, you know, just get out of the league. All that matters is getting out of the league. He said, you'll get some performances here and there, good and bad. But the main thing is we just need to get out of this league. We just need to pick up your points. Um I want us to be, I never thought I'd say this, but I want us to be the Charlton Athletic this season. You remember our, that season when we when it was in United? And yep. we were all trying to take points off each other and they'd come to ours and we go to theirs and trying to keep pace with each other. Charlton just said, fuck you, two, we're going up top. You know, <laughs> and left us behind. Nobody could catch them. So Nobody didn't. Absolutely wanted to canter. Yeah. And we just want to get the points, swing on opponents' crossbars when we've won. I don't care. Just get the points and go home. 
and don't worry about it because it's a shite league and we don't want to be in it. So we'll get out of it by hook or by crook. Saturday's game was a prime example of that. We played at times like the like the away side. We were just doing the counter-attack and just letting them come on us. We'd already got the goal, letting them come on us, letting them come on us, and then just trying to hit them on the counter. Um, trouble is, when we got to the final third, we seemed to run into a bit of an invisible wall. Seems seemed to kind of just stop. And a lot of times, a lot of the players, Gregory and Adenarin, for example, were guilty of not shooting when they should have just took a shot. They wanted too much time or an extra touch. Um, and he just wanted them to just crack one in there. But... Um, no, I just think it's. It, I, I respect people wanting to pay twenty to thirty pounds and watch good football. We'll get it. Some teams will come and try and go toe to toe with us, and they'll get hammered. And others will come, like Fleetwood, who got the one of the better away records in the league, and I think they've only lost three or between three and five games away from home, something like that. Um, and they'll come and they'll try and make it difficult for us. Um, so we got we got a game plan. We got got a goal in front. And we knew we'd got the attack and the flare, and we'll let them come on to us and we'll try and get them on the counter. And Gregory puts that penalty in at the end. It's a different story, isn't it? Interest, interesting you brought up Lee Gregory there, John, because like you you're talking, he took an he took an extra touch. And you're right, there was a few times where you think, just pull the trigger, Lee. Like, what are you doing? And then later on, he's missed a penalty. Like, his confidence is on its ass. He's not scored for a while, and th- there's a difference between a player. The best example I can give you of a of a player who's who's high on confidence, that's playing really well, that they shoot from anywhere, they'll have a go. And the best thing I can give you is, um, it was Jamie Vardy in Leicester's winning season, Premier League winning season, where he spanked one. He was playing Liverpool, and I think he just hit one right into the far beans on toast. Uh, just volleyed it. No right even having a shot there. But his confidence is up. He's having a good season. He's all right. And that's what happens. Confidence breeds a, a level of performance. And... And I feel like Lee Gregory's missing that confidence right now. Yeah, I think he's probably since he fell down the pecking order through a bit of bit of um, well, some through injury, and some through a little mm. bit of, of form, and, and and Smith came in. He he's found opportunities not as um, not probably not as, as much as he would have liked. Um, he's come in and he looks a little bit rusty at times. And I, we were saying on the cup, you know. Um, like you said, Dan, earlier, if you take when your confidence is up, you take that early shot because that can get the keeper off balance and that can yeah. that can often lead to a goal. Um, but he just even for the, the what resulted in the penalty, it looked like he just needed to clip it first time into the bottom corner. But he tried to take it around the keeper. Okay, fair play, keeper. Keeper then made a blunder and brought him down for the penalty. But then then he's tried to be too cute with the penalty, hasn't he? And just put it into the top corner when just we were saying it's hard. <laughs> if Smith were taking that penalty, I think he'd have just rifled it down the middle and that would have been that, you know. But this is what happens, like you say, it's a, a very com- confidence-driven game at times, isn't it? And when, when you're on, you're on, you're popping them in from all angles and feeling like you can do Penecas and everything. But when, you, when your confidence is uh, maybe not as uh, high as it, as it were, then uh, you can't buy a goal, can you? And I think he just needs a game where he can maybe get a brace or something and then, and you know, he'll start firing again, I'm sure. Absolutely. Now, Ben, <coughs> excuse me, uh, much changed midfield that we started with, uh, playing the uh, the five three two as it were, or 3-4-1-2, or whatever the bloody hell it is. I, I, I lose track. I know there's normally three centre-backs. You know what I mean? Uh, whoever's in the midfield is, is up for grabs. But much changed midfield there in a Denner and Volks and, uh, and Winnas in what you'd call a... Uh, what you call young kids call a cam in the central attacking midfield or number eight, uh, as, as it was called for a bit. Uh, we used to just call it attacking midfield centre because we played championship manager in 1993 94. So, um, you know, 
those three turned up, did the job. I mean, you know, any 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 issues with the midfield that day? What Vop turned into quite a player, hasn't he? Yeah, there's no real issue. Um, I think you miss Bannon and Byers. That's that's natural. Um, it's not that I think I said it in the the chat after the game or day after. It's not necessarily that Volks or Adenia and uh, a weaker players. It's just that Bannon and, and Byers are different and offer you more creativity. Volks is obviously the one that's going to break up play. Um, Adenia is more box to box, not necessarily creatively so, but just a bit more box to box. Um, yeah, it, nothing wrong. Nothing wrong with what they did. Um, I do just feel as though it's a bit like without Bannon and Byers. Um, you know, just that. Just that foot on the ball in the middle, middle of the park. I don't think we really played. I think that was part part of the reason why we didn't feel like it was that good a performance. We didn't really play through the thirds much. I don't feel more more out wide. I'd say, which again, not really a problem. We've won the game, so you can't complain. Um, but yeah, for, Jack Hunt's getting himself a bit of a run in the team as well, isn't he? Yeah, um, not great at the start of the season, but again, did all right at the weekend. Um, just in terms of the, the Plymouth game, you want you want at least Byers back, which I think is going to be. I think it were just a precaution against against Fleetwood. He might not play this Saturday, and then you know save him for Plymouth if you got but if you got Bannon back as well. Spot on. I mean Plymouth are uh, Plymouth are going to bring something like three thousand three thousand people or something. They they've sold out their allocation Plymouth, haven't they already? I believe. Did I read that? Yeah, that's, right. that's probably top tier into it, I'd imagine. Yeah. Well, you know, it depends. Depends if the uh, if the papers or letters use the bottom tier after a while. You know what I mean? But you know, I'm chuffed that they're coming up. It's a long way, and fair play to them. You know what? You know, Plymouth have been there thereabouts for a couple of years now, a good few years. They never seem to make it up. And if they come up with us, I don't begrudge them at all. I really don't. Um, so, <laughs> Simon, you know, it was it was one of those games where. At the back and the front, there was there was a bit of change. I mean, for for Maywo's turning to a, a a decent back backup, would you say, or do you reckon he's uh, he's made a play for a shirt there, based on what you're saying earlier? Just repeat that again. Sorry, Dan, you broke up a little bit for me. Oh, Sorry, my Tom. apologies. So, so yeah. for Maywo, you know, I, I mean, would you say he's uh, he's a backup player now, or do you, do you think he's um, he's put himself no, in he's, contention for, for he's a shirt? Definitely put himself. In, he definitely put himself in contention. Um. He's, we've not seen a lot of him, and what we've seen so far has been pretty good. Made a few, made a few little mistakes, but God knows he's been out how many months now? He's been out four, five, six months. Um, made a few little errors, but I thought his ability to pass the ball is very good for a centre back. Um, as I say, he, he's not, he's not uh, Mark McGuinness, um, and we'll all have that love affair with him until hopefully we buy him when we go up next season. Um, he, you know, he, he. I thought he's fitted in well. I think that the back three we need another centre back. Um, I wasn't keen on Hunt on the wing. I prefer Palmer there. Um, I thought I thought Hunt was pretty bang average to be honest. Didn't have his best game. I, I'm not sure. Sh- I, I would that, say this isn't that what you want from a fullback? I mean, you know, just come out, do the averages. I mean, you know, look at <laughs> go back yeah, to the but, 90s with Dennis Irwin. He didn't really set the world on fire, but he didn't yeah, have but, any it, yeah, but when you've when you've had what we've had prior with with Palmer there, it, it's you know, it, it, Palmer cemented himself. His name should be that that position all the time. 
offers so much more than sitting at the centre-back. Um, and we saw that from, again, from his run forward and his pass, uh, which created the goal. Um, and I always have a little bit of worry about Iorfa in, in the centre role in defence, but he was superb, I thought, on, on, uh, on Saturday. Um, I thought Dennerin, Dennerin seems to, I don't know, obviously yard of pace for me. Um, and, and Controversial statement, that Simon. Yeah, no, I, th- I did. I, I, and also as well as a few times where I thought, you know, get a foot in, get a foot in, and he sort of pulled out of a few challenges. But that could be down to the fact he's been out injured over the last two years, more times than he's actually played. I like him. I think he's a great player. But we, I don't think we saw his best again on, on, on Saturday. Uh, Volks did Volks. He did miss having buyers by the side of him. Um, and it'd be interesting in a couple of weeks who we do play uh, if Bannon is fit. Because I've liked the football that we've played since Bannon's been out. I think it's been a lot more uh, higher tempo football. Where we've obviously lacked some of Bannon's creativity. But what Bannon does tend to do is, is slow the game down. And, and what the the Volks and Bayers sort of combination done is... is it's very quick, fast-moving football because they they um, there isn't this oh stop the ball, pass it to Bannon, Let's get the ball, pass it to Bannon. It's very much they're moving around the pitch, creating space for themselves and creating the ability for other players to to move forward and, and for them to pass to. So that Plymouth game will will be a really good game. I I, I don't I don't they all want to come and win and cement number one place. Because they know we've got that game in hand and um, we'll want to win it to go top. So it'd be a great game. It'd be great to see if Hillsborough could could have a decent, you know, like they're saying, they're bringing 3,000. It'd be great if the Wednesdayites can turn up in force as well. That'd be great. It'd be, it'd be brilliant that to, to, to see Hillsborough rocking. Because at the end of the day, it's a top of the table challenge to clash, isn't it? You know? It's an opportunity, isn't it, for maybe the chairman to maybe do some ticket strategies for that one. Try and get the uh, the bump, you know, the crowd bumped up a bit. I I, I think somebody somebody on Twitter Twitter said something like, um, "We should have thirty k there for this game." And I, <laughs> there's an element of now, now Ben, I, I'm going to come to you last on this one, but there's an element of now, lads, we've seen, we've been there for the Halcyon days, right? We've been there for for when it's been been banging, and we are on an absolute monster run, like. A run that's that. I mean, John was saying just before we started recording tonight that uh, the loss against Southampton didn't count, right? No, that's no, it's because it was um, we we drew with them in in full time, uh, open extra play, time. yeah, in yeah. extra time. So the penalties there are just to decide a winner. So yeah. we are on a monster run and uh, apparently a record-breaking run. Uh, if <laughs> if depend on whether or not you count the Southampton game, but regardless, I mean, this is this is a it is a hell of a run now, John. Are you getting carried away? I mean, it is only League One, right? It is only League One. You're right, but we can only play the teams that are in there. We can only play what's in front of us. Um, it is a great position to be in just after the halfway mark um, with players coming back from, from injury and getting back to fitness. We don't know what's up Darren Moore's sleeve still before the end of the transfer window. It seems like McNally, the lad from uh, Burnley, might be off to Coventry, but know what Darren Moore's like. He's always got a few irons in the fire. He always pulls one out that you're not suspecting. 
Uh, we, we know we've got Michael Hector training with us, so that that could be another signing. Um, you know what? We didn't speak about that actually last last week, and we should we should we should talk about that. I'll uh, I'll make a note of that for for, for once you once we've talked about this bit because I uh, I kind of want to yeah. circle around yeah. and get your opinions on that, lads. Yeah, well, we know that it, you know it was great last time he was with us. Um, it's a little strange that we're looking at him now when we could have maybe got him at the start of the season. I mean, it would have been fit and raring to round to go well before now um but nevertheless if you can get if you can get him back to sort of match fitness then we know from he did it in the championships he's more than capable of doing it in league one um now whether it's, it's a case of hector will be it will be a, like a backup in case we don't get his targets or whether it will be as well as remains to be seen i'd like to think it will be as well as just because purely because of our bad luck with injuries particularly in the back line so I'd I'd like to you know if Darren Morris will know if he's worth signing or not. He's seen enough. He's an ex defender himself. He knows what he's looking for. If, if he thinks Hector can do a job for us, then I'm I'm, I'm sure he'll bring him in. Now, all right then, Ben. So you know, twenty games unbeaten. Like, are you excited? Is is this one of the best things you've ever seen? Because we remember that running when we had Richie Humphries playing for us, and we went seventeen unbeaten or something, didn't we? Didn't we or thirteen or whatever it was, and. Um, and we had a really good time then, and that was that same season, actually. But, uh, I mean, Ben, this must be the best Sheffield Wednesday team and run you've ever seen, right? Statistically, yeah, it probably is. Um, is it not as exciting? It's not as exciting as that first year in the car loss. It, I don't, I'm not sure what can really beat that. I, like, for, for me, I, it, it's brilliant. And I know Ash has been quite vocal. Oh, we're in League One. That's Ash. He's a miserable bugger. I know. But... Well, are you ever going to set these records at any other point? Do you see Man United setting them and Liverpool, maybe Liverpool and City 18, 19? But other than that, teams aren't going to set them at Premier League and probably not even in Championship because it's not going to happen. It's going to happen for a team like us in this division. So why not just go and do it? And yeah, let's be excited about it. It's good. It's positive. Why, why wouldn't you be excited about it? I know it's really difficult. I, I must admit that Simon, back me up here. I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Right? I absolutely, I'm buzzing. Right? I'm like, lads, this is amazing. This is great. Well done. But too fucking right. We're kicking League One apart. We're Sheffield Wednesday, right? I, is do you feel like that? Because I do. There's yeah. an element of it. Don't get me wrong. I'm we've not got like to celebrate what we've got to celebrate, and the club have got to celebrate what we're doing at the moment. Um, it, it isn't the football isn't what we saw saw Ben saw at the Halcyon days of Carlos. Um, you know, but but look at the players we had. You know, Hooper, Forestieri, those sort of players. Um, I think the team is a better team now, as in uh, the team spirit. There isn't the cliques that we had under Carlos. I think there are a hell of a lot more as one, rather than mm. we had the Portuguese players. We had uh, Atty, Forestieri, a little group. You know, and 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 I think that was the start of the downfall of of where we what resulted in where we are now. Um, the 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 camaraderie amongst the players and the will to win, the the performances. There isn't a team ripping this league up in regards to scoring seven, eight, nine a game. You know, Ipswich and all right, Ipswich scored four the other night against Morecambe, but Ipswich and and and, and Plymouth aren't doing that. A lot of the games are one nilers, two nilers, um, two ones. We've got to be proud of the fact. I was disappointed that more people didn't turn up after the Newcastle game because obviously a lot of people would have watched that on TV. 
you know, and and what the what we need now is a groundswell of people to come to the games. Certainly, starting at the Plymouth game. If we beat the Plymouth game, there's no excuse. People, if we beat them, people should start coming to the games. More people should start coming to the games because the run of games we've got to the end of the season, um, we we could win. We could win this league. I don't want to go into the Derby game at the end of the season with we need to win this. Uh, what I want to go into the Derby game is that they wheel that that arch out onto the pitch, and, and we play the kids. And and and, and if Bad Bannon's Obama. injured, if Bannon's injured, my God, watch out for Steve if LP two lifts that trophy. Jesus <laughs> Webb, you know um, th- that's what we'll I, want. I want. Yeah, and I think we all will because I'd I'd never see other than uh, the playoff final and uh, ninety one. I've never seen Wednesday. I've never seen Wednesday win a, a league trophy before. No, and, and this is interesting for me. There's part of me that actually really wants to win it. I don't. I don't want second place. I certainly don't want playoffs again because oh, I don't yeah. trust us in it. I want yeah. us to absolutely piss that league. And you're right, Simon. I've just realised as well. There's an element of something like three of our ex players have to stand there and do a guard of honour. Walking onto the pitch, just oh, like uh, John oh, Terry. Yeah, Derby. Yeah, Derby. Yeah. I'd have to do. God of honor. I'd love that. Oh, Mendes Lang. Yeah, yeah. Mendes Lang and his massive shoulders coming in. They have to stand there and clap us on the pitch. Joe Wellsmith will love it. Joe Wellsmith will like it. Even better, even better. Paul Warren after selling his hair, Curran Smith. I'd have to stand there. (laughs) Agent Warren. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, there's there, there's a lot there, isn't there? there there's a lot there because that's, I remember John it. Terry had to do it. He had to clap onto the pitch the Manchester United team that had just won the league. And Kieran Lee played that day for Manchester United, or it might have been vice versa. I can't bloody remember. I, going back a few years, but I remember thinking. I think I saw a clip of it the other week, and uh, I remember thinking. Mendes Lang, Wildsmith. Uh, who else have they got? Uh, you're right. Warren after selling his smudge and uh, Ihekwe, and um, they've got somebody else, haven't they? I'm sure Is they it just yeah, I'm sure there was three. I thought there was it might three. be. Might be. I thought it was three. They've got, Men, they've they've got, got uh, a United player. David McGoldrick, can't they be? He's, oh, yeah. yeah. He played for us, didn't he? David McGoldrick out? On loan, yeah. yeah. I think you had him yeah. for a month, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they are then. They are there. They've got to stand there going. To, to turn up on that Sunday, a Sunday now. God, there's, it's going to be some hangovers Monday morning. Um, uh, it, it, to turn up and, and to be able to know we're going to lift that trophy. Sorry, so sir, you just cut it out there. Where we are now, right? Okay, say that, where we are now. Say that again, Sam. Got... Sorry. Sorry, get back it. So, so, so look where we are now in regards to who we've got to play over the next couple of weeks. We've got Plymouth to play, and we've got Ipswich away, haven't we? And then we've got Barnsley, a bit mm-hmm. of a banana skin away. Um, and and then who have we got to play after that? Who is going to really sort of test us? Give us any trouble? Bolton at home. Bolt, yeah, but it's at home, Ben. I don't, I don't, I don't worry about anybody at home personally. Um, no. And then we've got Dar- Derby, Mike. You try it, but I, I want to. We, we, if we've won it, Derby, Derby can spank us at the end of the season. I don't care because we'll have that trophy in our hands. <laughs> but let's just get uh, Saturday out of the way, and uh, we'll move on to the following Saturday, which obviously you'll talk about next week. And, um... Well, there you are, you see. From there you are, listeners, right? What we've got there is a group of people who are starting to believe that we're going to win this league. And rightly so, because I want one. I want the league title in my lifetime. That's what I need. Whether it be League One or, uh, or National League, I don't give a shit. I don't, <laughs> I don't want a National shit. League. I don't want to fall that far. 
<laughs> and there's, there's kind of like a, there's kind of an element where I kind of like the idea of you know having a, a away day at Everton, for example. Yeah. You know what I mean? In, in, in the new sta- in their new stadium. In their new in stadium their- could really happen. Could really happen. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> to bring this full circle then and come back and you know I we've said this before on this show because you know we always do, but there's a I don't mistrust Darren Moore's recruitment. If you look at people that some managers have got in in terms of successful player to people who've been bloody rubbish. I think Moore's recruitment's been one of the better the better recruiters of the club that we've had for a number of years, I, I, I believe. Um, so we, took, we, you know, we spoke, uh, you know, John spoke earlier about Michael Hector and we've seen Ipswich sign something like four players and one of them being bloody George Hurst. Like, is that them trying to keep up with us to, to, to endeavour to get to the depth level that we've got? Are they looking at us? I mean, it's weird us being the yardstick in which pe- people are measuring themselves now. But are Ipswich looking at them going, oh, shit, they've got loads. Like, do we need anybody? Do do we need anybody? Do we it's, need any backup? It's a centre-half. That's it for me. I don't think we need any more than that. Well, how long is Ihekwe out, out for? Um, we've got we've got him. We've got Femewo, who's, who's stepped in quite... Amply, you know what I mean. He's done really well. So, you know, so Ben, you reckon a centre back, Simon, John? What, what, you know, what do what do you guys? I I agree. Even if we kept McGuinness, I thought we needed a centre back anyway. Mm-hmm. I, um, obviously, Ben's out for the rest of the season. The Equi is ACL, I think, isn't it? Still, Ooh. so it's yeah, it's right. it's a strain, isn't he's it? That far off, is he? He's not far off, but... I don't think he's that far away. No, no he's not far off. But I still think we need a centre, another centre-back to give us centre-back options in case somebody gets injured further down the line. Um, and I always thought that if we'd kept McGuinness, I thought we need another centre-back. Um, and, and, and I agree with Ben. I think across the rest of the park, including up front, you know, if we keep... The, there hasn't been any... There's been a few little shitty rumours, hasn't there, about... You know, the, the what was it? Um, Gregory to Derby. Nobody's mentioned Windass, which is odd for a transfer window. When uh, so, so I'm assuming that we keep everybody. Um, so no, I, 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 having our injuries now and getting the results we're getting now and the run we've been on now only only bodes well for the future of when the Bannon, Byers, these players come back, Ihekwi come back from their injury. Reese mm-hmm. James. I mean, I don't know anybody's turning to that. That's a major loss for me, Reese James. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what uh, it's been very quiet about. What's wrong with him? Um, so it'd be sad. Ankle ligaments, uh, which could be out. It could be out for the rest of the season. Just, mm. you just don't know. Which that's, uh, that's a sad one. I, I thought, agree about. I thought um, he'd reached a vein of form. Uh, yeah. I assume you're the same, then, John. Uh, you know, centre back. Oh well, he's, yeah. Uh, John um, I totally agree then. with the centre half, centre half um, cover. Um, whether it's Hector plus one or or just Hector, um, it's always easy to say. It's never easy to do, bro. I would like, I, I would like some pace, a pacey striker, like even if it's a loan. Because I know we're scoring goals from all over the park, but sometimes you just in a tight game, you might just need somebody to just you know break the lines and and and. I think sometimes our strikers, as much as I like them, I think you know Smith and Gregory are very similar. As is Patterson. Windass isn't really a striker, but he does get plenty of goals. But 
never easy to do. But if if more if more can pull off like getting somebody in like you know um, quick up up top, a nice pacey striker just to stretch the lines, I'd be I'd, I'd be happy with that. But if he can't, I understand. But that that would be you know the cherry on top for me if he can do that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, there you are then, Darren. Get on and get them. Get, get, the, uh, get the database out. Now, lads, we've done really well getting 35 minutes out of a one-all, uh, sorry, a one-nil win with a missed penalty from bloody Fleetwood. Now, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. It's quiz night tonight. Uh, and I tried to I tried to find one that was along the vein of, uh, of us, you know, virtually winning the league and getting out of League One. Now, this, this quiz... Pissed me off when I tried to do it earlier on. It's annoyed me to death, lads. So I'm going to go around the room. John, Ben, and Simon. <laughs> I think I, Ben's favourite for this one, lads. I'm afraid depends how uh, <laughs> depends depends how, how the memory's feeling. And I just want you to name the 14 players that played at the Cardiff Millennium Stadium in the playoff final in 2005. That's it. That'll be That's fun. all I need you to do. Oh, hey? Before I started going, hey, oh, before I started going, we should do your bloody homework then. Well, you know no excuse, I mean? no excuse, Benjamin. Well, yeah, honestly, you'll <laughs> smash through about 10 of these and then you'll go, shit. <laughs> it's painful. So, right, John, you first. Are you ready? I am. Go on. I will go with Drew Talbot. Drew Talbot came on a substitute, I believe, scored the last goal. Ben, David Lucas. David Lucas played in goal. Simon? Lee Bullen. Lee Bullen, captain, lifted the trophy. John? Glenn Whelan. Glenn Whelan did play. Ben? Steve McLean. Stevie Mack scored the penalty. I, I tell you what, that, we absolutely robbed and blind with getting a penalty for that. <laughs> <laughs> Steve McLean came back from injury for that game. Simon? Uh, John Paul McGovern. JP McGovern scored, did his... Uh, Funky Shark, uh, <laughs> Funky Shark celebration. John, Alex Bruce. Oh, I didn't think anybody would get Alex Bruce. That's impressive. That John Fair play. Yeah. Ben. Yeah. Um, Craig Rowe Castle. Craig Rowe did play. Simon. Okay. Um, Paul Hecking Bottom. Heckers, current Sheffield United manager, also ex-manager of Leeds. Uh, did play on that day, on Sheffield Wednesday's uh, triumphant day. Uh, right, so that is nine players so far. There's five more. This is where it gets a bit sketchy. There might be one or two you should be able to pick out. But, uh, John, go on. I'm hoping he played in final. At least come on a sub. Lee Peacock. Lee Peacock started, played first half. Ben? Um, Richard Wood. Richard Wood played centre-back. It's when he got jacked. It was around that period he got absolutely massive. Uh, Simon? Chris Brunt. Chris Brunt did play. Oh, you're going to get through it, lads. We need two more. <laughs> two more. Two more, and then we've completed it. It's the first time we've got to the end of, of <laughs> name, name the squad. So, right, John, you're going to get first bash. Good grief. I'm struggling now. Um... Yeah, this is, these, these are hard, these ones. Um... Said I can bottom. Um, I don't think it. I can't think of it. I can't think. Uh, I'm gonna have to hurry you. Ah, oh. Gilbert. 
Nah, Gilbert didn't didn't get a run out. He was around that time, but he didn't get a run out, I'm afraid, John. Right. right, then, we've got two players left and two contestants left. Ben, give me one of the two left. I've got two in my head, but I don't know if they played. Um, Go on. James Quinn. James Quinn did play. Oh, Simon, the pressure's oh, on. Oh, the on, mate. Oh, the mate, I'm on. sorry, Ben. <laughs> oh, I, I have got another one we're going to not Oh, I'm trying to go so, through. I've got that book, Kings of Cardiff book, and I'm trying to go through when they were at Robin <laughs> Valley. Uh, the players in my head. Shit. So, James Quinn, I don't know if you remember, Ben, you might have had it when you were a kid. How old were you in 2005? Uh, in May 2005, I was four. You were four, <laughs> so you might have had it. You might have somebody might have given it as a handy hand me down as you got older. But James Quinn on FIFA 2005 was just a randomly generated player, and for think, some reason, he had cornrows. I think that I think well, that was my first my first FIFA were all four FIFA football all four. That one was the best one because for the free kicks, it had that rotating ball in the corner. Mm. It's doing here, and you can absolutely yeah. ping him in. Right then, give me the Sorry. last one. I've, I've, I don't I've know fluffed him, for you, Simon. I don't know if you can fluff all you like, mate. I don't know it. <laughs> Put him out of his misery. Go on, Ben. Graham Lee. No! So close! He was injured. He was injured, wasn't he? Yeah. So close. He missed it. He missed injury. But the last player you were missing, that was the closest one we've ever had to get through the entire one. The last player you're missing was Patrick Collins. Oh. I don't think I got that. Yeah, I wouldn't have got it. I I, I bashed through the first nine like you lot did and then went... Did well to get Alex Bruce, to be honest, John. Good yeah, Alex, Alex yeah. Bruce was a shout. He was, on, he was on loan, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he was, yeah. Yeah, so Patrick Collins has stumped you all. It's another shitty quiz. <laughs> 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 right then. Okay, now, I tell you what, let's, let's talk about this. I, I don't want to end on a sour note. We'll, we'll talk about our predictions for yet another Fleetwood game at the weekend. And, and we'll go through what you did yesterday, Simon, see how your day went. <laughs> Um, but I, I need to talk about this uh, this burnt out car thing on the uh, on the on the pitch. I, I, ben, how long was it open for? I think it was twenty two days. Um, it had been open for. Um, yeah, it's it, it's it's just wrong. I used to play there at Jubilee Wake with grass pitchers years ago, and then obviously this has been put in. I think first team train there last week, or whatever, a few days before it happened. Um, so yeah, it were it's big development really for community, for just teams that gen, generally play at Jubilee Sunday you know, League. Listen, listen. You, do you know what? You're being too nice, right? You're being too nice. I, I I love I love what you're doing. I love you doing it professionally. But that that they've done is just pure scrubber shit, country file behaviour. I, mm. I absolutely I find it absolutely abhorrent that you know we talk about. Um, we talk about these things that, that the kids need something to do. And, 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 you know, these two either side of you will probably remember the days of youth clubs. I don't know if they're still a thing where it was just teenagers with no to do. And then now we've got to a point now where people are absolutely vandalizing something to give these people something to do. And I find it absolutely abhorrent. And it, it, and for me, it's just scrubber behavior. Like and and the, and the worst thing is the worst thing it does for me being a an expat of Yorkshire, and I go somewhere, 
and I don't know if you guys have, have encountered it. You know, when like there's a uh, when Sheffield Wednesday are doing well or they need a new manager or and they they always seem to find somebody to put on Sky Sports News that you kind of look at and you go, oh God, please don't be a toothless simpleton. And they inevitably are. They tend to find them. You know what I mean? And I, and I hate that my my talk hometown. Talk say again. Talksport do that. Yeah, they pick me on Talksport, you cheeky prick. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, if the shoe fits, I get it. But you're right, they do. They do, especially on like the sports bar with Jason Cundy. Where, you know, they go, we've got, we've got, Trev from Waverley. Are you all that Jason? You go, oh, Jesus Christ, no. Like, you know what I mean? I, I get that football's all encompassing, but we're talking to him for. You know what I mean? Let's, let's talk to somebody who can string a sentence together. But when stories like this get into the papers and they get into the news and, and they start gaining traction on social media, there's 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 an element of my, my city's being represented as as this area where literally literally it's what your mum used to say to you when you're kid this is why we can't have nice things that's what it is Sheffield Wednesday Community Programme are responsible for these pictures and it's a charity and um, this has been a long time coming originally when you may cast your mind back they were talking about when Presto Tools was not the building was not down on Penniston Road there was talk of building pictures down there which it never happened for some one reason or another and and, uh, as uh, as Ben said, the, the pictures at Jubilee have been there for donkey's years and it's a well-respected sporting um, arena for, for, I know lads who are my age have played there over the years for Sheffield boys, etc, etc. And and this was a long time coming and eventually they've got the funding. Wednesday haven't paid for this. Is it, this is all sort of through charity funding, the FA, the EFL. And, and, and you're right, it, it, it's, a, it's a huge facility for the north of Sheffield. Sheffield Wednesday ladies were playing on there. Wednesday, uh, we're going to train on there when they can't train on the, the pitches down at Middlewood Road. Um, they uh, all, all the uh, community development that Wednesday do was being moved from Middlewood Road to there. Um, so there was kids from three, ages of three upwards. My lads played at Middlewood Road um, and during the summer camps and the half-term camps. And they are absolutely brilliant. The coaching is superb. Um, and, and it has made him become the footballer he is. For somebody to take a car, cut a padlock, drive it on and set fire to it is mindless. It, uh, and like, like Ben says, 20 odd days after it opened, it is disgusting. And, and, and I hope those people are found. And, and to be honest with you, if they were found, um, I, you know, what will they get? A fine, a slap on the wrist? You know, just go and take him down to Hillsborough on a Saturday and yeah, bring him, bring him on the pitch at half time this Saturday. Yeah. Bring him there, yeah. see what happens. Yeah, it's disgusting. And and now Wednesday, the the community trust has got to find the money to repair this uh, and carry on. Now they are playing on it, but they've had to cordon off the area, which basically, luckily, I saw it on Monday. I drove past, and and it is down to one end of the pitch, so it's not make the whole surface unplayable, but. Um, it, it's shit, basically. Shit, it's wrong. Oh, I, I've got nothing to add unless anybody else is. I feel like I feel like we've said it. It's just it's just not bettery. I, I like I can't. I don't understand who goes through that planning to attain bolt cutters. Yeah, you know it's, it's that, isn't it? It, it? It's took effort to get that car yeah, on. Their intention was to do that. They have every intention. To do yeah, that. They planned it. That's what they planned it, and that's what makes it disgusting. If it was a stolen car, there's enough back streets around Claywheels Lane running up to Fox Hill. 
where you can dump a car and set fire mm. to it. That was yeah, planned. You know you can't dump in good news. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and, and what's been what has been on the other side has been fantastic has been the outpouring of of of, yeah. of Twitter like Daniel Poodle was posting it, Bannon was posting it, you know, the the Sheffield Star, um Everybody everybody has jumped on the fact that, that this is disgusting as what's happened. I'll tell you what, actually, as, as, as a bit of a segue there, appreciate that. Thank you, Simon. There's a bit of a segue where the three South Yorkshire clubs, or the three league South Yorkshire clubs in Barnsley, Sheffield, United and Sheffield Wednesday, they've actually been kind of nice to each other this last week. And, it, you know, so the Sheffield United fans have been like, you're right, this is shit. And then the Sheffield United and the Sheffield Wednesday fans have been saying... Uh, Exeter waited all day to cancel their fixture on Tuesday. You know, there'd have been a lot of people from Barnsley that made their way down and they didn't, they announced it's like six o'clock or something, didn't they, for an evening fixture? Yeah. And we've all been like, no, nah, that is shit, lads. That's hard lines. Like, you know what I mean? What's like, happening? <laughs> <laughs> there is something that, that sort of, uh, there is a camaraderie of being a football fan. If you take the yeah. tribal part away from it, but. That you can go. It's one thing. I am, I am. I love football. Um, I love being a Wednesday fan, and I, 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 I'm from the heart, as you see on the WhatsApp group. I'm more heart than head. Uh, whereas I leave Ash and Steve to those, you know, things. Um, but if I go to, if I go to a wedding or, or funerals, more often funerals than weddings nowadays, or I go to a business meeting, more often than not, I'll be chatting to somebody else or where you're from. Like, oh, who do you support? You know, and and football. We start talking about football and. and and uh, it, it brings people together. I was in Bruges the other weekend and went to see FC Bruges play. And despite, you know, the language differences there, you know, talking to, you know, Belgian fans, uh, you know, about football and mentioning Marc de Greiser and, and, and players like that, it was, it, football brings people together. So, exactly, the, the trip, God, to let somebody drive all the way down to Exeter, which they pretty much would have been there, and then call the game off yesterday was pretty shitty. That is shit, isn't it? That is shit. It However, happens all the time though, doesn't it? They never seem to care. It happens every winter yeah. when they get these, you know, the threat of frozen pitches or whatever and ice and, and stuff like that. Um, every season it happens. It happened to Wednesday, it's happened to United Blades, uh, whatever, sorry. And and it's just like, just have some common sense and just have a, have a rule put in place that you make a decision one way or the other. Yes, yeah, it needs time. to be a better system. Uh, yeah. They need to decide by a time, given on who they're playing and all well, the rest it, of it. It saved me a trip yesterday. I was working till I was going to work till three because I was taking Ethan. So I was picking him up straight from school and we were just going to hurtle down and just get straight there and, and go in and watch. My mate, AD, who you... Who yeah, AD was there, wasn't he? AD was, AD was there. He was down in Gloucester working. Uh, so he got a ticket to just because literally it's next door and we was going to shoot across. I'll not show you the text that he sent me when I texted him and said it's off, mate. But it, it, he rang me driving home uh, after sitting on the M42 in freezing fog and then sitting on the M1 in a car accident while I just sort of <laughs> I was on the partway driving home. That they were eating on. Well, AD, yeah. fair play, son. You know what I mean. I met AD. I absolutely love him. So you know, fair play, pal. You, 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 at least you were flying the flag down there. In, uh, in wherever the hell Chelsea I, I know somebody was down there had booked a hotel. They'd gone down that morning and they were on it. And they were in this pub and they heard it was it was off. And apparently they got absolutely smashed. 
what else is there to do? <laughs> to do <yeah. laughs> right, lads. So, coming up again, and I think I've said this before, coming up again, we've got Fleetwood. Now, let me go through the uh, the predictions for last week. I've still got them on my notebook here somewhere. Now, Ben, you went 2-0. Would have been proved right, mate, if, um, if, if Gregory found his shooting Gregory. boots. <laughs> Ash went with 1-0. Ash actually nailed the score by being a miserable old bugger like he is. Uh, is that Steve or Simon went 3-1? It wasn't me, it was Steve. It was, it was Steve, it wasn't it? Steve went th- and I went with 1-0, so uh, that's why I'm bringing that well, up. Done. So, uh, gold star for me and Ash. So, what are you thinking then, chaps, coming up? Fleetwood in the cup. It's going to be a round five uh, big day out, isn't it? You'd hope so, yeah. I think we, whoever, whatever team we've put out, we, we've got to just go and win that one and move on. Um, Absolutely. Just try and get as far as we can at FA Cup, hopefully, after... After this one, a, a big tie against somebody again. I don't who, who, who's still who, who's been knocked out at, at big teams. There's been a couple I don't know anymore. I think I think Sheffield United are still in it. Actually, I think I think yeah. um, somebody put on. Yeah, got Rex in away, yeah. yeah, I've got Rex. Yeah, in. yeah. 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 I'd, I'd like uh, a Man United or yeah, I want a big one. Someone, yeah, big one at home, I think. Or, or away, because I've, I've never been to all I tell you, I was going to say, when was the last time we, we had Chelsea, didn't we, a couple of years ago? Away. What about, like, a Spurs still in it? It'd be nice mm-hmm. to go to that Spurs stadium and watch some football. I know, I've only ever watched NFL Spurs, there. Yeah. Oh, they might be. I don't know anymore. Nobody watches the FA Cup until about the fifth round when it gets tasty. We're all the fucking same, aren't we? <laughs> Give me a prediction anyway, Ben, Joe. What are you saying? Um, 2-0. Again. 2-0, 2-0, Wendy. What about you, John? <laughs> oh, I think you've frozen, John. You literally just stood there I, looking I'm at going to go for a, a 2-1 after extra time Wednesday. Oh, God, 2-1 ET. Oh. I'm going to put an ET circle in there. I enjoyed that. That's nice. A bit of bit of, bit of showbiz to it, mate. Enjoy that. What about you, Simon? Um... Oh God! I'm gonna have to put money on that, John. As I I said last time, I'm not bothered. (laughs) Don't care. But but uh, one nil Wednesday. One nil Wednesday. So 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 the team's still in. Go on. Do you want want to know the team's still in? So we've got uh, we've got uh, Man City. No, not not again. Accrington Stanley. Who are they? Who are they? Preston. Tottenham are still in. Yes, Tottenham. Tottenham away would be nice, but or home. Right, so Liverpool, no. Fulham, Stoke, no. Grimsby Town, Bristol City. What? Grimsby are still in. Oh yeah, they had a right game. Yeah. They, they had a giant killing, didn't they? Arsenal, Derby, Ipswich, Birmingham City. West Brom, Man United, Blackpool, Leeds, Brighton. One for you there, Dan. Brighton. Right away, it'd be bloody lovely, I tell you Wouldn't what. Wouldn't it? How, yeah. how, how, how big's your floor in your flat? I was going to say, bring some sleeping bags, lads. <laughs> we did uh, them a few years back, didn't we? With um, Kieran Lee or something. I can't, I can't remember. We beat him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm Yeah, Burnley, United, Luton. Reading, Sunderland, Leicester, Blackburn, Walsall, Wrexham, Steamingage, Southampton, West Ham, Fleetwood, and ourselves. 
I so can't even take one big London club like West Ham or, or Spurs for me. You know, or, we'll you know get through I mean? we'll get like Stephen is your Grimsby or something. Yeah, you know, <laughs> but, but, but even so, Stephen is your Grimsby at home. All right, go on, then we'll have next round. Oh, yeah, we'll have next yeah. round again. Before we know it, we'll be mm. in like the quarterfinals. Yeah, we're in like semi-finals going. <laughs> we'll be we'll we'll playing Fleetwood Wembley. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're at Wembley. <laughs> <laughs> Against United. Yeah, yeah. lads. We know what happened last time. (laughs) There you are, then, you see. There you are. Easy as that. Right then, chaps. Thanks a lot for joining me tonight. Thanks a lot for you lot listening this this evening. And uh, don't forget... Just a quick word, Dan. Go on. Um, Just just before you go, lads, I just thought Jose Semedo's just announced he's retired. uh, The one time I don't ask if anybody's get any other business. Yeah. Just wondered if you, you know, had a couple of minutes to, to to say what you know Samido meant to the club, meant to you as a fan. Um, well, I'll start with you, sir. What do you reckon? What are your memories? Um, one thing I always remember is the Samido day at Notts Forest. Um, and we went down early, minibus down, and we went to Hooters. And we'd all got the tomato masks and it was rammed. And there was a bloke who looked like Harry Hill in there. Uh, and it, it was rammed, all singing tomato songs. And the, the thing that stood out was the lad who took, who got the tickets for us had left them at home on the side in his bedroom in Woodsets. And we didn't have tickets to get in. Now, at any other time, <laughs> we would have shit ourselves. But I think we're all about seven or eight pints deep. And somehow we managed to get in. Don't ask me to this day how we got in, but we got in. Um, and that's one thing I always remember about him. Uh, it was about Semedo, was that day. But what a player. What uh, an absolute fantastic player he was for Wednesday. Probably not the most gifted, but he put his heart, he wore his heart in his sleeve and he put his heart into every game. Great player. And I know he's been some shitty things over the last few years. Yeah, just the, just the just just the the passion that he had for Wednesday. I remember when he played for Charlton and then he came to Wednesday and he, he, our our ground and our fans made an impression on him and then he eventually signed for us and it was like he, he just gave hundred and ten percent every game and the my memories of him will always be on his knees with his hands up in the air after Chris O'Grady had scored against United and that was the game that turned the season and it was just it was just so symbolic just seeing him there just with it just felt like we we're going to do it and that just symbolized it in that moment i just think you're a terrific servant for the club and yeah um yeah you don't throw a legend around not 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 as a as a player in accolades and technical ability but for graft hard work guile and and spirit there weren't many to match him what about you ben yeah not many players come around especially foreign players that come to the club and get it we, we really haven't had that many you think that the three that I think of Atty, Reader, and probably Samido out of all then um, that's a big company that pal yeah I, I think that I think them three are the ones while I've been watching that have that you know as, as sort of overseas players coming in are the ones that have really had that connection with a club that's that's Carried on for years after that, after they've left, um, I th- and I'd probably put Samido at the top of that just for how his sort of aura and professionalism seen not just by us but players that he's played with 
at Wednesday and what they say about him. I think Bannon said quite a bit in an interview or something about him. Um, and yeah, he's not the only one. I think that the be. I think again in Bannon's interview, he said it'd be great if he could come back to Hillsborough, probably in a similar vein to what we saw Atty do a couple of weeks back. And yeah, I, I think I think that'd be nice. That'd, and why why not end the season against Derby? Need um, a day. Yeah, part two. Um, yeah, I think that'd be great. It'd be nice, yeah. Do you know what? I I was just happy that on Semedo Day nobody turned blacked up. You know what I mean? Like, you, just like, <laughs> like, like we're all dressing up as well, Trev. He's here again, Trev from Waverley. Um, Trev, we're dressing up as all say Semedo for Saturday. All right, brilliant. Yeah, turns up, snaz a rule, paint all over him. Like, oh, gosh, With a bobsleigh. Yeah, Trev, man, what are you doing, Trev? You know what I mean? I can, I can see, you know, and it didn't happen. So fair play. So fair play Wednesday fans for that one as well. <laughs> All right. Listen, thanks a lot for joining us. Uh, Jose Semedo, in your retirement, get your legs up. And one day we will hopefully see you at Hillsborough once again for one big hurrah. And we can clap you off the way we should have done. In the meantime, thanks a lot for joining us and see you later. The Wednesday week. Five friends, one football club. And about six jokes they just repeat over and over and over and over and over. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points. Back of the net. Lubosh. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.